Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. In this league show, live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, live but not live. You get the, the gist. We had to mix it up a little bit. It's got to be a different name, right? Doesn't it, Bogdan? That's right. Something like that. Everything's different. Nothing's the same. Some things never change. That's just That's the way just it the is. That's the way it is. Things will never be the same. That was By emo, way, Bogman. We got a lot of uh, you guys are missing out by not playing Wave Race from our last show. One of our last two shows. Uh, because we did six hours last. Oh, week. I forgot because we had the Memorial Day special that we yes. did, and we talked and what was it? An hour about because uh, it was it had to do with like NCAA coming back. And we did the top twenty five sports video games from that <laughs> that guy. That <laughs> words I want to say that guy and his interesting choices of his article. So okay, what is people? Is that one person telling us we missed out on Wave Race? No, a couple people said that, uh, you know, in, in our ITL live room, Big J says, y'all missing out on not playing the, the wave race. And uh, fam said wave race was amazing. So a mm. um, lot of a uh, lot of people in on the wave race. I wave race like once. You know, you know I don't what think it's I, like? I don't think I, I know what it is. It's at like all. Mario Kart. It's Mario Kart. Have you ever played Mario Kart? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I haven't like a lot of people. Uh, feel like Mario Kart is their life. Like a lot of people thought that Game of Thrones was their life and now it's over and they have no life. A lot of people feel like Mario Kart is their existence. I'm not one of those people, but I played it before. Who are those people? It's just nerds, you know, just uh, nerds about anything else. Mario Kart nerd? I mean, I know people that like love it. People that love Mario. Didn't, uh, didn't Hunter Pence have to like legally change his name for a hot minute because of a Mario Kart thing? What? Yeah, he, him and his wife uh, competitively play video games. So why would they and have to change their name? They they bet their last name on it. No way. Hunter I swear to God. Mario Kart. I'm typing that. I, I don't, don't know if it's Mario Kart. I don't Kart. believe it. It could be a different game. Uh, so. Let's wait. Here's one. Steph Curry played Mario Kart on Hunter Pence's Twitch stream, and it didn't go well. Um, every article, if you type, okay, if you type in Hunter Pence Mario Kart, every article starts with the word Steph Curry. Type in Hunter Pence name change and see what comes up. Okay. Hunter Pence so. name change. This sounds ridiculous here. Yeah. Well, oh. I just. No, here it is. Hunter Pence oh, is here. changing his. There's a YouTube video. I mean, should I should I try to pull it up real quick? 
Sure. I mean, now I, that you've I gone us down the rabbit hole here, let's yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, Honor. okay, so I'm watching a Wave Race video on YouTube here. Yeah, yeah, I was saying it's Mario Kart with, um, like, Wave Racers, like, on the ocean and, and people. That's all that okay. it is. Yeah, yeah, I like, I have a vague recognition of it, right? But I tell you what, I... I like Hydro Thunder, the arcade game. Do you ever play the Hydro Thunder? Isn't that just Wave Race, but at the arcade? Not I really. Names. I have no you idea got, what the You got a are. boat with it. Like, you, you, you got a, you know, you had to pick your boat. I was really good so with the So it's Need for the, Speed, but on the water. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know that, what you're that's talking That's what it is. They're, right. they're all, they all have a, an origin story. And Wave Race is just an earlier version of what Mario Kart became, but it's just on the water. Like, I get, it's fun. And I would say... At an older age, like when, because when we were younger, the video games that we would play, like all around with people, would be Madden and maybe baseball. Uh, boxing became one, as we talked about. As I'm older now, I could see, and we, we actually did it um, on a New Year's party when we had family come into town. We got kids and stuff. We all played uh, Mario Kart. Like, Mario Kart's a fun, like, game for, you know, four people to play at a house. Everyone's just right. kind of like having a good time. Like, it's a good time game. But to like put they it, have those parties. Yeah, yeah, parties. There's a, not like furry parties with Mario Kart, but like you just have a party. Furry parties. How did well, how did we get there? Well, it just ha- the, your tone was very I judgy. F- I feel like we need to go down another rabbit hole here because you just kind of jumped in there. Well, no, your your tone was really judgy about like you're like a oh, Mario Kart party. It's like I'm not saying it's like <laughs> there's a there's a blue rock out in front of the house and people are strolling around <laughs> it and it's like oh there's a Mario Kart party there. It's just like. People will have a party, and then a fun social game to play is like a Mario Kart. But that doesn't qualify to me as like a top ten video game, sports video game of all time. It's it's also it's not sports. It's not you're missing the idea of of sport uh, conversation. Yeah. So okay, let me wait, ask. Wait, you wait hold on. Because, we, oh, we, all right, okay. hundred pence. I just we have hundred pence. When do you want to do hundred right. pence? Well, let's okay play that, and then I I got a question for you. All right. Um. Why did every okay? This is something about Lexi. Is that his girlfriend? Hey guys, Lexi here. And last night, the unbelievable happened. What? I beat Hunter at Smash Bros. Oh my! <laughs> well, that's not Smash the unbelievable Bros. part. I beat Hunter all the time. Mega Man. Hey! The She's unbelievable hilarious. part was the bet. In a brief moment so of undeserved confidence, we wagered it all. Okay. Loser changes their last name. Their life. Oh. Okay, so they're playing. Uh, she raises her hand. He loses. There's all this happening with this music that that's going on. Ooh, she gets a player. Is he talking this? I have oh, no idea. Here it is. Change his name to Kozambaladis. Do you even know how to spell my last name? <laughs> oh, to her name. Yeah, it's uh, C as in coffee. O as in obelisk. Um, no. Z as in zombie. <laughs> T is in turn this. Babe, how do you spell it? (laughs) Uh, Not gonna, not gonna play this. Oh man, the announcers are gonna have. All right, that's fine. All right, so it was like, well, what is it? So much fun saying Kazambolitis. He hits it high. He hits it deep. He hits it out of here, and that's a big fly for Hunter Kazambolona. Cozambalini. <laughs> Cozam- That's funny. Oh, the hell with it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty good. That's right. actually pretty good. Yeah. Pretty. Okay. You know what? Kudos to you, Bogman. I, uh, I stand corrected. I apologize because I uh, didn't know what you were talking about. I thought you were making things up again. 
And uh, you were right. Again, yeah. I don't make things up. Okay, I'm sorry. You 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 fall for um for clickbait oh, and you what, fall for what's it, uh, here we go with this again. Yeah, and you fall for, you know, the um catfishing that's being happening yeah, to you right now. I've never been catfished. Well, so I mean it, it, in look, a past tense you are correct. In a current tense it is actually happening. So <laughs> I've I, just I have sent out. no one money. I feel like it, it, catfishing is not with money. No, it's not. You have to send money. No, that's no. Or Pogman. build an actual like real relationship. One of those two. I have done neither. Okay. So I feel like we barely have a relationship and you're the person I talk to the most. So <laughs> why? Because we don't uh, hang I mean, out all the time? Because, uh, person? Yeah, well, we don't, we don't hang out ever number one yeah and and also i'm kind of a robot with that stuff like you've called me out on before so yeah uh i'm a little bit of a robot with my emotions i don't care as much that's true but remember um what we taught we have a if you want to get into it you want to hear more about it it's kind of an arc it's actually you know it's actually fun we are doing this almost like comic book type of thing where you have to read different issues to get the full story of something and it's like this arc of how Bogman is falling for a quote Instagram model that lists that quote Not listens to our show. It started on the baseball podcast. We go in depth on it on the uh, secret show that's up on Patreon uh, today. And then we're just extending it here. And I'm just saying that giving money that's falling for like a scam. That's falling for some pyramid scheme or, um, you know, the, the Nigerian what is prince. The point of, of catfishing someone if you're not getting money out of them because you just get their emotion. Them? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, those people are too bored. Well, I mean, go get okay, a job. Uh, welcome to now. welcome to Earth. Uh, OK, I like look, I understand that. You I don't know. Reddit? I just. Yeah, I've seen Reddit. Yeah, I've been on Reddit. How do you think I heard about uh, Kazambaladawida or whatever her name is over there? So, I. Kalamazabalada, hey. Kalamazabalada, ho. Kalamazabalada, he. Yeah, I mean, uh, I heard of that through Reddit. I'm on Reddit all the time. Okay, but I've those are of, the people. I've heard of the show Catfish, but I. And I've never watched it, so this is where my ignorance comes into it. <laughs> I have well, no knowledge. I don't know anything about it, but this is well, my assumption. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is like the the biggest catfish story I know is Manti Teo. And right? no money was involved because it wasn't there, real. There was money involved. You send him money to his girlfriend. No, he, he was sending money to her. Yes, he was. Okay, but he was okay, sending then, money to her, and he really thought that she existed. But then when he got duped, he didn't want to be embarrassed and tell people that he got duped. He, instead, he told people that she died. But that's just the next level stuff. You you clearly never went into MTV's Catfish, where it would be like a no, person. I clearly didn't. That didn't look anything like I the worked. person. That any they didn't look anything like the person that they were telling someone they were. They would have a long relationship, and then the show when the show would interject would be this person that's like, I've been telling this person that I look like this. I am this person. I'm not. Help me. And then the catfish people would introduce them, and nine out of ten times, the other person on the other end is just like, what? What? Like, and this, this is you. You you are the before picture. You are going to be the after picture of this well, catfish okay. situation. But but. There's also literally nothing will happen if I'm getting catfished, right? That's kind of the point yeah. is like I'm not going to be heartbroken and I won't be out of any money. So what difference does it make? You know what? Fair point. That That's kind of my thing here is like 
like you can you can be a, a, a man and catfish me as a woman or anything, but I'm never going to send you money and I'm never going to have my feelings hurt. And that's also part of being a robot. But I just like it's not going to make any difference to me. So what's the point in doing it to me? All fair points. Okay. These are all, all right. fair. I'm just I'm just saying what is happening. But I feel to, like to, we're on the same page now, but I still feel like we're somehow telling, you're trying to insult me. No, no, no. We're just telling different ends of the same story. Like I'm telling you what is happening and you're making a very good point of like at the end of the day, like what does it matter? And it's like, okay. hey, you know what? Good point. Like it's it'll it's happening. All right. But you're right. Nothing bad is going to you're not going to give up money. You know, you have to have a heart for it to be broken. Like that's you're going stuff. to give money. Uh, because you are going to owe her a shirt when she sends you a video. When he asks for an extra large, it'll <laughs> all be. I tell you what, if she asks for an extra large, I'll take it as uh, because I've seen those pictures. And that's uh, an extra large for, for this chick is three shirts. So, yeah, and that's know. why I don't believe any. I mean, they might just to stick with the gag. She might ask for a small or something like that. But um, OK. And then when she wears it, will you believe her? I mean, what has to happen here? Yeah, maybe. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I'm not in the belief right now. You want to hear more about it? We talk about it on the secret show. We need to retread all that stuff. But I'm just I'm, I'm not in uh, I'm not in belief land right now. Where were what were we talking about? Just people said we needed to play wave, wave, race. Race, wave race. Yeah, well, I was just bringing it up from the old show. So uh, that you know, just uh, a little report here. You know, I mean, I'm all. a little bit more into video games, just a tad bit. I will say because of the Nintendo Switch. Like we are, my kid and I, we beat like the first phase of Mario Odyssey. And then there's this second phase where you got to collect all these balloons or whatever they are, the star, the moons. And then you get to this last stage. It is the hardest thing I've ever played in my life. And I have played like, I played like SOCOM and I play, and not just sports games. I have attempted this level at least a hundred times. And I can, I've watched videos. I see what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I still can't do it. I still can't do it. Uh, and like the other day I came home. And, uh, you know, me and Mickey were hanging out. I was eating dinner. And I was like, all right, what do you want to do? I'm like, do, you, do we need to beat this level? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, but he's like, I also want to build some Legos. I'm like, all right, well, do you want me to try to beat this level while you build? And he's like, yeah. So we go up to the playroom. He's building. I'm sitting next to him. And I'm all like, all right, man, let's let's do this. You're cursing. I, I do a couple. And I'm like. You learned all the curse words. And I'm like, oh, night. dang it. And he looks at me. He's like, hey, you're not supposed to say that. And I'm like, I said, dang it. I said, dang it. <laughs> and then like a couple more. And then, like, I die before I even get to the level. And I'm like, all right, two more. And then I do it. And then I turn it off. And, and my kid's like, what happened? I'm like, we're going to bed. That's what's happening. <laughs> so I'm a little bit more into video games. And I'm driving to Uncle Bogman's house for some blood pressure pills. That's I'm going to Carl's right Jr. Now. I can't handle this anymore. I'm getting mad at everything. So I don't know. I mean, we, 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 we're a lot of talk um, about some things. And we've been a lot of talk about a future Twitch channel. But. It's in the. I think it's in the works. I still think it ha It should be based around old video games, and apparently Wave Racer needs to be one of them. Is it called Wave Racer? Wave Race. Wave Race. Yeah. Wave I mean, race. I'm. I don't. I don't know much about Wave Race. So I did see. Uh, um. You know, uh, Thor. Thor Nystrom. Is that his name? Yeah. 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 He, for Roto World. Yeah. yeah. He. Uh, he was tweeting. I, I liked his tweet, and um, he does college. Uh, college uh, fantasy football and college football and everything. And he had tweeted about a video of him playing the NCAA game. And I couldn't, and he, it was a nice video because it were a tweet. Cause it was kind of like, Hey, everybody tells you, you know, you need to grow up. You need to be this and that. Everyone told me I needed to do this. And I'm like, Hey, look at me now. I'm doing my thing and I'm still playing my games and I'm beating up my PhD friends. Um, don't ever let anybody tell you, you know, you have to grow up and you can't do fun things. And I love that. Cause I'm all about that. But 
he was playing the college football video game, and I couldn't decipher from his tweet. I'm like, are you playing like the 2014 version, or yep. did you find some simulator online? And if so, where's that simulator? Like, give NCAA me that. NCAA 14. Is it That's 14? What he's we yeah. should be playing that on a Twitch. He's playing that. He might play it on Twitch, but he also said that if I had a they have. Twitch. They have some openings in, uh, I think he does a league with people Ooh. playing that game. And he said, hey, look, you know, I'm not trying to sound like a jerk or anything. It was something along these lines where he is like. That's the sign you, before anyone is going to be a jerk. But Well, he said, well, well, he said, if you're going to request to be in this league, you have to be able to play a game like every other day oh. and do the recruiting and all that stuff. So Sorry. it's like it's a true time commitment to play NCAA 14 in one of those leagues because obviously somebody has to make the rosters every year. That's true. So. And I'd also say uh, you want to hear more about our video game stuff, even though we talked about it here. Memorial Day episode. It's up on the feed, the podcast feed of this show in this league live. We did two shows, six hours of content last week. And the Memorial Day show was kind of a good um, evergreen one that had uh, video game talk. And I always love to hear from you guys. What video games should, should we have a Twitch channel where we play old video games? What would you like to see? You can tweet us at is it the Welsh and at Bogman Sports. But guess what? Go to break. We'll be right back. We got some football talk we got baseball in the docket the draft is coming up so don't go anywhere in this league live with Bogman Welsh we'll be back From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Can't believe what all your dreams just pops down the drain. Let's play some in this league. You can come play with us over at patreon.com slash army if you would like. That's where we got all the stuff. The secret shows that we talk about, live streams, prospect lists, I don't know, group me rooms. I mean, there's just a ton of stuff over there. You are directly, you are direct. I mean, that is like the most direct way that you can support in this league is doing that. We appreciate everybody that would does Would you say it. it's direct? Directly. How, by the way, when I ended that last segment, I've never sounded more fake. I, I, I cringe where I was like, in this league, live! I heard myself, and live I wanted to put my head through radio. it. I wanted to put my head through the wall over here. It's witty in the butt That's ex- on the radio. It's 100% what I did. <laughs> like, we just talked about like me making fun of you when you do a solo show. You're like, hey, everybody, it's uh, Bogman. Nice to see you. Great to have you. Uh, it's uh, 324 in the a.m. I have. <laughs> I, I definitely have a different voice I've, because I feel like I need to to like lead the show. See, this is kind of like a, uh, it's almost like boxing. Like You're not when listening? I'm, when I'm hosting a show, shut up. When I'm hosting a show, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be the aggressor. You know what I mean? But when I'm not hosting a show, I'm kind of the color man in the background here. I'm kind of waiting and picking my spots to jump in. That's especially how I am on the black book show that we do for fan tracks. I'm like, I'm waiting to strike. I'm just waiting till, uh, the spot is good. 
So, and then I drop in a funny line and then I back off and you and Joe fight. So that's about right. That's about right. By by the way, uh, how does it feel to be a respected author? Because, I mean, if you go on to Amazon, asking me, well, still check this out. So I thought it was funny because our buddy Joe Pizzapia is very long standing and very solid book. If we were like better people, we would have thought to like have him on to come and promote it. But we do a show with him every week. We can properly do it. But. Uh, the book is out, the Fantasy Black Book, you know, one of the best guides you can have, uh, you know, for any sport, really. And the Fantasy Black Book is like in its like ninth year or whatever. Well, Bogman is a part of the edition this year. And I saw the tweets on it. Like I clicked on the Amazon thing and, you know, it shows all the authors. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I click on Bogman, what you'll see if you'll see everything. And sure enough, you see, you know, the three books, because technically Bogman has three books under his belt Two could not have gone worse. And I know like there are people out there, especially, and, and I'm cognizant about this, by the way, and I just want to put this out there. There are people that supported the book and I don't mean to offend you when I say this because you are a great person. You bought the book. I know there's people that liked it. Spore, our buddy Spore couldn't have been more like nice and push our book out there about the product that we created in our 99 fantasy baseball player debates book. And we did it for two years in baseball, but I'm not sure we've done something that's been more unsuccessful uh, in in our entirety of um, of fantasy sports. We've done a lot of stuff. Oh, I was going to say I've tried dieting a couple times. (laughs) I know that relationships or dieting or I'm saying in this bit, those trump every other unsuccessful thing. But I'm talking in this world of fantasy sports, we've done a lot. And what we learned is what we do on our own in written format will not be supported enough for us to do it long-term. Not that there were people that did it, and those people are amazing, and God bless those people. But now, Bogman, you are a part of one of the most successful fantasy books out there, the Fantasy Black Book. So, I mean, how does it feel to be a part of something important? Uh, I mean, it felt great. The the thing is, is you know this, I hate writing. So, (laughs) I'm good at it. But I don't like it because I get all weird and manic about it, and I'll write out something like I, I, you know, I did rookies for the the black book because I have the war room show, and I'm big on the NFL draft and all that stuff. I do the college fantasy football shows, and um, so I pay attention to college, I pay attention to pros, so I pay attention to the draft. So um, I wrote up rookies, and m- the first run at it, I did a page and a half on Kyler Murray. And I was like, what am I, a scout? Who needs a page and a half on Kyler Murray? Nobody needs that. Don't even need a half. I don't. There's not more than like 15 lines I need for Kyler Murray. And, of course, I still wrote up more than that. And, um, you know, I hit my rhythm probably midway through running backs, really, into writing to where I didn't have to stop and rewrite the whole thing. I just I'm too manic and weird about it. So. Joe asked me for a small thing, and I kind of tried to do the thing where he reins me in. I'm like, hey, uh, I know that you're printing these, too. Like, you know, do you have a limit for me to write out? And he's like, no, no limit. You know, just whatever you think uh, you should write. <laughs> just be your, your Master P, your Master B, just no limit. <laughs> right. Just, just just do whatever you're going to do. Nah, nah, nah. Like, make him say, oh. Make him say, good God, y'all. Why Why are there so many? It's almost 20,000 words on rookies. It's ridiculous. It's unbelievable what you said. So, but that's you. That's, uh, that's what yeah. you do. But you're part of something big. I mean, it's a good, uh, it's a great guide, and there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. And, you you know, you played a uh, very nice, significant role. And really, frankly, 
for whatever reason, your addition created lots of back and forth. I mean, Nate Hamilton's coming at you. Derek Brown didn't even acknowledge that you wrote the book. I mean, you are creating <laughs> lots of good conversation around the book. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, it, it just came out. Uh, and, uh, the only person that I know that has it, I don't even have it in hand, by the way, he does, he hasn't done author copies yet. So is our guy, Rob Ditton. And he is like, Oh my God, you did so much for this. And I was like, yeah, I got a little carried away. He's like, it's great. I just don't know how you wrote all of this. And I was like, well, well, dude, neither do I. Yeah. So yeah, he probably made about 33 cents, um, per page of the hero <laughs> total. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I think. I don't know how many pages it is now that he lowered the font, but with I think he was joking about that, by the way, with with weird when I did a nine point font, it was 50 pages. I did have it spaced weird. <laughs> so it like is probably closer to 40 pages. I mean, that was more. That was like 40 percent of the book that you and I wrote together. And you're right. like one eighth. Well, of the I mean, black book. We, we, yeah, but we wrote 50 percent of the book. So yeah, <laughs> that but you're one eighth of the of this book. And that's yeah. what you wrote. Yeah, I know. And so I hope people are enjoying it, um, you know, and uh, just let me know. Have Bogman Sports. So <laughs> there you go. Don't spend it all in one place, Bogman. Maybe spend, you know what? Maybe um, you can take the money that you got from the black book and you can go through the process. I'm trying to think of how to word this properly. I was about to, I was about to say something that was going to sound rude that's not meant to be rude. going to cost you a hundred bucks? <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't going to do that. But I was going to say, maybe you can like, Go to someone like a professional writer and pay them and say, how can I not write 4,000 words on Kyler Murray when I'm asked to do blurbs? Like, you know what I'm trying to say here? Like, I'm not saying a writing coach because, you know, you're a good writer. That's the problem. You're a good writer. You're a good researcher. But you don't you you have a you have a, a, a no problem. You have a stopping problem. Right. Yeah, it's um. Well, I'm now I'm curious as to what the rude process of that was. Um, well, like I didn't want it to be like I'm not, I because how I was going to say it was like you take the money and you go get like a writing coach. But I I thought it was going to be like a diet. So no, I was no. going to hang up and we were never going to talk again. So uh, <laughs> who, who am I to say that? Who in God's name am I to be that judge? I'm not going to walk in a store and tell you to do to lose weight. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, uh I think it's probably something about repetition and I don't get repetition because I don't like to write that much because I, I do this over and over and over. I wrote up about 15 of the quarterbacks and went, nah, it's way too long. I got to redo it. I can't do it like this. Yeah. And I deleted all of them and redid them. So, you know, it doesn't matter. Joe could have paid me, uh, you know, a grand. It wouldn't have been worth it. So, you know, uh, for my time, it, but it was what he asked me to do and, I did it, and I did way too much like I always do. I don't know what else to say. It's good stuff. People want to check it out. I mean, we've also got updated ranks that Bogman's uh, does, uh, you know, throughout the year and whatnot for Dynasty ranks on these prospects that you can get over on Patreon as well. So you want to kind of keep up to date on everything, Patreon's a good place to do it. Now, all right, since we're talking fantasy football, let's stick here for a minute. People go check out the guide. It's going to be great stuff. RPV is a very solid thing that works for a lot of people. You and I, though, we like to get down to brass tacks. We like to debate player versus player. We want to go through the whole process. And as we've always said, we want some critical thinking here. Just since we're on football, I don't want to transition out of it. I'm curious about yeah, your yeah. thought on this because I thought there's not a lot of whole. I don't think there's a ton of stuff going on with football right now. It's a little bit of a lull. You know, there's stuff to process out there. Every human writer that I, I it is, un, not that there's robot writers, but every writer that I have seen <laughs> has written an article 
it is unbelievable to me that the article starts with, well, how does this, it goes, um, a year removed from his ACL thing, Hunter Henry, blah, 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 word, word, word. I have seen no less than 34 tweets that have to remind us that Hunter Henry had an ACL issue, has not played for a year, and they have to tell us in the first sentence. I get it. That, but that's the stage that we're at right now. There are two interesting buzz things, since we don't have a whole lot to process, that I want to talk to you about with the Kansas City Chiefs. And it doesn't have to do with someone that potentially is going to get suspended for being a scumbag. <laughs> but there are two hot takes that the Chiefs brought us to, and um, it actually would have been interesting to have the black book to see where they're sitting at this. Number one, Eric Bieniemy, who, by the way, is it's one of those, like, I feel old situations, because I remember getting Eric Bieniemy's rookie card as a bangle. Do you, do you remember what it looked like? It had it said Bieniemy on a helmet, like he had the tape part, and his leg was just shredded up. He was ridiculous. I, like, I specifically remember that. So Yeah, and he, wasn't um, he, like, number 21? I don't remember what number he was. I, I just like remember. Was. I remember the card. I just never seen that many muscles in a leg before. The enemy and- was to me. This is just how my brain works. There, there, I know these are probably different years, but the enemy to me was in this world of running backs that are in my brain that were like Eric B. Enemy, Rashawn Salam, Lawrence Phillips. Um, oh God, there's one I'm forgetting right now. Oh, it's gonna Tim Biakabatuka. Tim, that's a good one. That wasn't it. Tim, oh, he was after Tim Biakabatuka. Yeah, he was uh, Michigan to Carolina, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, those type of guys. Like they, they were all kind of clumped into this. Like my youth as a football person. Like you collect cards, you're into you know all that stuff. Like those are that's the range that he was in. So Eric Bieniemy, first off, it's just like oh my god, he's a coach right now, and it freaks me out. But here's the first one. He said. And it kind of lit, you know, the fantasy football community up a little bit that Damian Williams, they saw as the lead dog and they saw him as the I, I probably should look up the exact quote because the starter. I know, that, yeah, they that saw him as the, the starter and they had, is, oh, he is the starter. We expect him to excel in that role. There you go. That's exactly it, that they had high expectations for him, not only as a starter, but in that role, which is a pretty big statement because people didn't know how to process you and I. We did uh, a very early mock. It might have been, I don't know if it, it wasn't the, well, it was a conversation in the Superflex one that I did, but we did an early mock. And the biggest thing for people to, to try to figure out is what to do with the Kansas City Chiefs because Damian Williams' value is all across the board. I saw people is, arguing yeah. against him when he's going in the second round, but he's also a guy that's sitting in the late third to fourth round. This is the type of news, though. That's going to get people hyped because they look at what Kareem Hunt did in the offense. They look at those words to give you comfort that Damian Williams is the guy. Plus, all they brought in was really Carlos Hyde. So when Biennemi says that, how excited do you get about Damian Williams as the lead dog? You haven't gotten to my rookie chapter yet, the Welsh, because they also brought in uh, Darwin Thompson, a kid out of Utah State that I like. But... um, Damian Williams might be the hardest player to figure out in the offseason here. Now, here, here's what I hear when I hear the starter. To me, when I hear someone say, this is our starter, it means this guy is going to get the most carries. It doesn't mean what people are taking it to mean, this guy is our version of Christian McCaffrey. He is going to not come off the field unless he absolutely has to, and we're going to keep him on there you know, the entire time. What I hear from the starter is lead back. 
right? But which is John, good. John Sleazer, which is good. John Sleazer, and I didn't know this until I was looking it up just now, wrote in the Kansas City Star about this. And his words are, make no mistake, Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric, Eric Bieniemy said Damian Williams is a team starting running back. No committee needed here. I don't see a quote from Bieniemy saying that. All I see is Damian Williams is our starter. We expect him to excel in that role. That is what Bieniemy is saying. So the the difference between um, lead back starter are are different things. And I don't know that Bieniemy is saying that there's not going to be a rotation, but he is saying that Damian Williams is a starter, which of course is good. You know, it means that if they go through camp and Carlos Hyde looks amazing, it doesn't matter. Well, Damian Williams is a starter. I mean, how much has that ever been really said? Anyway? Well, I mean, Eric, uh, Carlos Hyde sucks. Like, he couldn't get, uh, you know, his, his average per carry was like three yards last year, and he just was not good. Nick Chubb should have taken that job away from him way, way earlier. I feel like and every, he was terrible when he went to Jacksonville. Every step so. of what Kansas City has done for us, Without I don't without a high commitment to a running back. I know what you're saying before, but without a high commitment to a running back, without bringing in a major free agent, Carlos Hyde is not a major free agent. He's a secondary oh. back. Both of those things. Then you add on the offensive coordinator coming in and telling you this is our starter. We have big expectations for him. This is a huge move for this player and a huge move for the value, but it is going to cause chaos. Like our buddy Heath Cummings here. He tweets, if Damian Williams is the Chiefs running, um, the starting running back, this is on May 30th, for 16 games in 2019, he is going to be worth a second round pick at least. Yes, there's more risk with him than most of the players in that range, but there's no less upside. Yes. And I got to be honest, like when all they did was get Carlos Hyde and they waited till, I believe, uh, Darwin Thompson was a fifth round pick to take a guy. Like, I like Thompson, but this dude. He's a JUCO transfer, and he only played one year at Utah State as a starter. So uh, I don't expect him to make a giant impact. I just like him for long-term value. Uh, I think Damian Williams is going to have a nice big year. So I am. I think I was lukewarm on him earlier uh, in the offseason, but we get this information. They didn't do much to add to the backfield. Plus, we know they're going to have to run the ball more because they have – fewer targets out of a guy like Tyreek Hill. Uh, I like all of this adding up for Damian Williams. And he's right now, I'm looking at PPR ranks on Fantasy Pro. Well, save that, save that. Don't okay. do that because that's all what right. we're going <laughs> to, you're going to steal what we're going to do when we come back. We're going to talk about that right there. Because we're going to talk I, about football. I know, I know you do. You're going to steal the whole Let's segment. Talk. You're going to throw it this in like two seconds there. This is just like my segment in the Black Book, the Welsh. I know. You can, you're like, shut the <laughs> hell up and let me set up the thing. Stop throwing it all out at once. So that's, <laughs> what, that's exactly what we're going to do. So when we come back, I want to talk about exactly what you said, where Damian Williams is currently ranked in PPR and Fantasy Pros in relation to exactly what Heath said. Plus, there is another buzzworthy statement that Eric Bieniemy said about a different position, not at running back, that I think is very, very apropos to talk about because there was so much buzz centered around it, and it has to do with the wide receiver position. So that is what we're going to do when we come back. Some good old fantasy football talk, but hey, guess what? 
We're not blind and we're not deaf. We know it's baseball season. We got a lot to talk about with baseball. We're going to do that. We might hit some fantasy basketball. We actually uh, tweeted out your questions. We might answer some listener questions of what people want to hear about. We might do a listener-based Twitter uh, questionnaire area. I don't want to call it like the mailbag because that's what we do on the other thing. And nobody sent in mail. So don't go anywhere. More Bogman on the Wells. This is in this league. We'll be right back after the break. NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. It's in this league. Excellent. In this league. Party on, dudes. The excellent Bogman. Go see John Wayne. Go do it. No? Silence? What did you ask me? I didn't hear you. I said, let's go see John Wick 3. Oh, no, I was talking, and then I, all I heard was three. Oh. I was talking at the same time you were, you jerk. Oh. Yes, I was listening. Uh, no, I don't want to go see John Wick 3. That's terrible. Oh, well, I like it. You know, uh, for the Army, something we've kind of added in. Is Why don't you go see it by yourself, by the way? I, you love, love seeing to. movies by yourself. Why don't you do that? I, I'm 100% going to because I can't get you to do it. And for the month of June, we've already agreed on we're going to do two movie breakdowns over for our secret shows over on Patreon. Because we did, we did, we've only done one so far and it was for Endgame, but we did do an entire Game of Thrones series. We're going to do a TV series. We're just working on what the series will be, but we are going to do the Deadwood movie, which dropped last night, Bachman. I feel like, I almost feel like that should be the last one because I feel like I want to rewatch the seasons before I watch the Deadwood movie. I don't think it's that necessary. Maybe just the last season. Maybe the last season. I think that's fine. I don't care what the order is. Though I yeah. do think, you know, it might be a little bit more relevant since it just dropped. But what, however we do it, we're going to do two. And I think it's going, it looks like it's going to be the Deadwood movie, which just dropped on Friday, and then Brightburn. So those are the two that we're going to review this month. Yeah, I want to see Brightburn. Yeah, I'm excited about doing that. And we will be doing it the same time we go see it. We will be paying up the uh, kale bet, which you will be eating uh, a lot of kale. Though I will tell you, our boy Toft had thrown out a whole lot of hey he hit me up in the AMA today I saw so. it he, he's done it two, twice now hey if I upgrade how much are you gonna eat and you said a whole bag didn't see any patreon upgrades so it ends it ended yesterday so I mean if he did upgrade on Saturday if he uh, upgraded on the first that's fine so okay. we'll see we'll All see right. if he, he's got a couple more you're hours. gonna be eating a lot of goddamn kale though <laughs> well it's kale chips it's not kale yeah well okay it's the same no. thing Better not taste exactly like kale. So. <laughs> we're going to see. It's going to be yeah. a great video series that we're going to do. Or just a one-off video. But I, I got some. I actually need to go to like the Whole Foods. I'm going to film some stuff like walking up to it. Walking through the aisles. Getting the kale chips. And we're going to do all that together. So we'll be doing Brightburn and all that. By the I'm way, excited about Deadwood. Oh, what? Uh, speaking of bets that we've made the Welsh. No. Kevin Durant ruled out a game two. I'm not worried about that. They said uh, game three is a possibility. Yeah, that's what they said. What what have I been saying about this? Yeah, you said he wasn't going to play game one. 
or game well, what, what or I, at all. No, I said he wasn't going to play at all. Yeah, you wouldn't say and, he wouldn't play at all. And I said, why would they even tell you that? And so now game one was a possibility, and then he was ruled out, and they pushed it back, and they said, well, maybe he'll play game two. And now he's out game two, and they pushed him back, and now they're saying game three is a possibility. Well, he practiced, so. and he said, we're getting there. He, pra- he, okay. he was out running and doing things. That Kevin hey, Durant you know was. what? My diet starts tomorrow. So. <laughs> it starts Monday, you mean? It's the, my house words, right? You house Bogman. You never start. starts tomorrow. You never start. Yeah, that's true. But you never also start a diet on a weekend. So really your house motto should be the diet starts Monday. <laughs> well, when Archie Bradley bro- blows this game, it's going to be, you know, I can't start tomorrow because it'll be at Carl's Jr. So, yeah, well, I mean, what's that saying? Like, I'll have a cheese. I'll pay you tomorrow for a cheeseburger today type of thing. <laughs> That's wimpy. Yeah, wimpy. What happened By the way, it is funny that wimpy never really talked that much and you couldn't see his eyes because with all those burgers he was eating, you know, that guy had a stroke. Oh, yeah. And then they say you can, like, see if someone has diabetes in their eyes. Like, that's why he's oh, covering it. What? Yeah, they, you can have an eye test and they can check diabetes. Diabetes. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Be afraid. Be very afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they had to take your blood for that. Now I don't want to go to my doctor. <laughs> now you don't want like, to I see your eyes. I can see the diabetes. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, you're dead inside, huh? Yeah, I see them diabetes coming right out your eyes there. Yeah, I think they maybe, can. Maybe that's why that guy said that thing to me. Let's oh, see man. my eyes. I mean, we're doing a lot of cheap plugging, but we have to do that. You know, we're a solo entity here, but uh, <laughs> the secret show is one of my favorite in a while. I think I say that from time to time, but Just, it, he, it's constantly insulting me. So he loves it. It was like it was story after story. Yeah. You know what? It's a good point. It is a barrage of Bogman stories and uh, some other things that are really fun. Right, so, let's talk about how I get catfished, yep. the other thing that happened to me, and then possibly the most embarrassing story ever. Yeah, so. pretty close to the most embarrassing story ever. That had to do with Bogman. So uh, pretty good sell over there on Patreon. All right, so when we went to break and Bogman tried to ruin the segment, we were going to talk about where Damian Williams is on Fantasy Pros because I think he was, he was looming around anywhere from – second round of fourth round, like coming into this year so far, like any of the early drafts, people even doing freaking best balls so far, just because of there's still some uncertainty, though the Chiefs had made all the moves you would want for them to kind of title this guy as the go-to. Well, then Eric Bieniemy comes in and says, yeah, he's the guy. We have we have big hopes for him this year. This is the guy, you know, no need, da 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 so he, you know, we we see Heath's tweet, and I think there's a consensus feeling that it's like, well, if Damian Williams is the full go, this is a second round worth type talent. Well, on Fantasy Pros, he is currently ranked as the 16th running back in PPR. That's relatively aggressive. I think some people might assume him as the top 12 Bogman. Let me ask you about players in front and behind him and get your take on Damian Williams. You ready? All right. Yes. Here are here are three above him because I'm not going to go 12 up because 12 starts at Nick Chubb and then goes up through Cook and Mixon, and I think those are absolute no-brainers. I think there's one guy in there he could go ahead of. Um, Gurley? 11. Oh, Dalvin? Yeah, you're so yeah. down. Remember when you were all about – Dalvin and I was not, and then he been got hurt, hurt two years in a row, and then I rubbed it in. Yeah, he's, well, he's been hurt two years in a row. The talent's there, but um, 
you know, he's missed a significant portion of games. It's funny that I'm down on Dalvin, but I'm still not down on Leonard. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's where I'm going to start with. Uh, Damian Williams versus Leonard Fournette in yeah. maybe your most hypocritical moment. So let's go. To be honest, uh, I could easily see him going ahead of Fournette. So uh, I have but no you. problem with that. They're going to be right there next to each other for me. So, But I think it's no doubt the two other guys that are in front of him, he's Easily ahead of both of them. Marlon Mack and Aaron Jones. So far ahead of both those guys. Okay, I agree. I, especially Aaron Jones provides zero protection that Damian Williams doesn't have. Like, there's no well, reason to look at Aaron Jones and be like, well, he's safer than Damian Williams. What are you talking about? <laughs> Absolutely I not. I mean, they've got, you know, I don't like Dexter Williams at all, but they drafted him. Uh, and Jamal Williams is still there. Yeah. And he's also like... He's not the guy that's going to get the Leonard Fournette or Dalvin Cook amount of carries, even when he's healthy. And that's what I'm so, saying. Like he doesn't provide right. any more safety than Damian Williams. So there's like that argument. It has to come down to pure talent and offensive scheme. Maybe Jones is more talented, but the scheme for the Chiefs is like worlds better than what Green Bay would provide. Right. So and to be honest, I don't think Jones deserves to be in this tier. I think I I would move him down, and there I would move him down. Uh, below a couple of these guys. Okay, so let's tier four as let's well. go through these guys because this is actually where it gets interesting because I don't disagree with you. Like Fournette is a question. Did, did you even answer Fournette? I said I said I don't care. Like if you, if you want to have well, what, Fournette, what are you doing? <laughs> I uh, just say Fournette. Just say Fournette. I haven't done my official rankings yet. I'll say Fournette right now. The second. Okay, Leon. Let's just be honest with each other. Well, they're right next to each other. Okay, so that's fine. I, below Damian Williams. At 17, and by the way, in Fantasy Pros PPR ranks, another tier, which I do not agree with, whether you want this guy below or above Darren, Damian Williams, he's not in a different tier. Yeah. Devontae Freeman. Um, I think I'm going to go Damian Williams over Devontae Freeman. Okay. I, I think it's real close. Like that like little clump of Fournette, Williams, and Freeman are all right there for me. Sony Michelle. Nah, I want Williams. Derek Henry. Uh, PPR want Williams. Standard is closer. I think I might want. I might be weirdo this year. I might want Henry over Damian Williams. Oh, I get it. Like, there's going to be a lot of hype on Henry. He had a huge back end of the season. Yeah. And um, I feel, to be honest, I'm almost surprised that so many rankers are as measured as they are with him. To where he is 19. What and you I think oh, his you mean, highest, oh, you're saying like people aren't losing their mind enough. Yeah, and he's not an RB1 for anybody as yeah. far as fantasy pros go. Oh, because good point. high is 13. Yeah, that's a so, really good point. I'm, well, I mean, as far as rankers go, because I mean, we yes. know our uh, our friendos over on FNTSY. We do the black book with Pisa Pia, but the Ball Blast girls, I think they had Derrick Henry at like, I mean, like 12 or 11 or RB8, something. RB8, something. Yeah, yeah like something, something like really high. And I'm not... In full, like I will have, I'll tell you this right now. I will have Derrick Henry, I think, inside my top 15. I'm going to start working on my ranks this month, uh, just, you know, for our Patreon people so it's out sooner. I'm going to have Derrick, I'm going to be very bullish on Derrick Henry this year. Now, inside the top 10, that ain't happening, but I will be very bullish. Yeah, I, I, I like Derrick Henry a lot, but PPR, we just know, you know, Damian Williams is, and also, you know, they still have uh, Deion Lewis. So it's not, Deion Lewis isn't going to do nothing. Yeah. So well, hopefully and they just, Damian Williams doesn't really have that. Like if Darwin Thompson develops, it'll be close to the end of the year. I would expect him more to be a guy next season. And Carlos Hyde is just a 
yeah. plotter. I mean, yeah, plot, the plotter's a good word for it. Is there anybody below the Derrick Henry, the 20 down tier? You see guys like Johnson, Philip Lindsay. That might be an I interesting like one for you. Is, Lin, is, is he the only guy that would be above Damian Williams? Or and I he, don't think he's above. Well, that's I, what I'm asking. Is there anybody above Damian Williams that is lower on this list? No, I wouldn't put anyone else above. I, I, I really like... Uh, Damian Williams, uh, and I really like Philip Lindsay, but I would put Lindsay in that tier, but I couldn't put him ahead of Damian. So. Okay. Um, and, and much further conversation, I tell you to lock yourselves in. The ITL Fantasy Football Podcast is going to be coming back sooner than you know into a full-time basis. And, uh, you know, Bogman has been our lead football guy at ITL in the Black Book and uh, some extra stuff over on Patreon. But the podcasts are going to be back very, very soon and in full force, and we will have ranks up for you and all of the conversation that you expect. Now, here was one. When I thought I was like, wow, man, I mean, he's giving us some stuff. Here's something that I um, that really jumped out to me about Eric Bianami. He said that he saw Nicole Hardman as a Chad Johnson receiver. He wants... Uh, he, I think he said, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the exact quote. I want to give it exactly, and I'm having an impossible time finding it now. But he essentially compared Miko Hardman to Chad. Yeah, here it is. Um, he can be Chad Johnson in this offense. Which, listen, it, the buzz statements and maybe the enemy is a buzzworthy quote machine. There's a couple things to be said in that, but that's not something you just throw around to be like, yeah, Miko Hardman could be Chad Johnson. That is a huge. Huge statement in what they are. Obviously, it's expectationally, but where do you go with that? I mean, this is something I see from a position coach, not an offensive coordinator. Well, this is his first year as OC. Yeah. So he was running back coach last year. So, uh, of course, of course, you got to like what he's saying here. And and also, he said can be right. Uh, And it's it's funny that these. What he is saying, I don't know if he's saying it carefully or not, but if he is, it's like uh, can be is a nice qualifier because like even Chad Johnson's rookie year, I'm looking, he had, uh, he only started three games. He had 28 catches for 329 yards and a score. And there, the Miko Hardman hype train mm-hmm. is in. Same. Well, the, he just put a whole big shovel of coal and he dumped it into the fire. Wait, 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 right. Wait, wait, wait. What does that because I know I think I know what that statement means to me. Give me a short breakdown of what does that statement mean to you when he says that? What do you think he means? To be honest, I think it means he was the guy that was pounding the table for uh, for Michael Hardman. He was because Hardman going into the process wasn't ranked that high. So uh, there are a couple running or wide receivers that were drafted uh, up where um, it was. It kind of was surprising to see them. Uh, go up that high, but him specifically, um, he wasn't rated that high. And Tyreek Hill, um, you know, he kind of seems like a Tyreek Hill. So to, it feels to me like he was the guy that wanted me call Hardman. Um, it, I could be mistaken on that. It could have been a wide receivers coach. I didn't sit down and watch the draft uh, coverage of the Chiefs afterwards. So, um, but it says to me that he trusts him early, but. Let's not forget, you know, you can have all the trust you want. Miko Hardman didn't have as many catches in three years in college as Tyreek Hill had for the Chiefs last season. Sure. So, oh. and he's a rookie, 
And, uh, you know, he's probably not going to be a starter. I think uh, uh, Robinson's going to start over him at least at the beginning of the year. He's going to have to work his way into it. So. Okay, let me throw out mine. Let me throw out mine because okay. I wanted the short hits because I want to get your take on where I'm going to <laughs> That's go. That's my it. short hit, just <laughs> yeah. like the book. I'm like, I didn't even qualify. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like give up. me a quote, a quick thing. <laughs> like two minutes. When I hear that, I hear precise route runner. I think, I mean, Debo Samuel is that guy. And when I hear him say that, I feel like what I'm hearing from him is this is a guy that is going to hit his routes and beat wide receivers, and we are going to get him the ball. That is what I mentally hear when he says that because he used Chad Johnson. Well, what do you think about that? I I understand what you're saying. The problem is, is his route tree was not very diverse at Georgia. Like, he ran the post mainly. So... Uh, and they had so much talent at Georgia, he wasn't on the field constantly. So um, I just, I think it can get there, and I think that's what he's saying by Miko Hardman can. Oh, he's, oh okay. So, Johnson. so, like, I take more, I, I, when people say stuff like this, I listen to the whole statement. Like, he can be this. People are hearing that and saying, well, he's Chad Johnson. He's going to put up, you know, 1100 yards and catch 80 balls and all that stuff. And I just don't, I'm not buying into that at all. You know, obviously Kelsey's going to be huge and Sammy Watkins is going to be huge. I, I think that uh, we could see a big year out of Hardman, but if, if we see the big year out of Hardman, I think it's because some of these guys get hurt. Watkins is injury prone. Uh, Demetrius Robinson hasn't seen as many snaps as he's going to get this season. So uh, I, I think we're more along those lines. What about that hashtag don't draft rookie wide receivers when you hear this stuff? I Look, I understand the hesitation to take rookie wide receivers. Do but you, Do you really? I mean, I get it, but it's not something that I'm I would never hashtag it and I would never say live <laughs> by this law. You know, I that's just not something that is you, you know how big I was on DJ Moore last year. So something I don't know. Something made me happy about you saying I wouldn't hashtag it. I don't know. Why. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like I feel like when you when you do that, you also then have to live by it. Right. So if you say hashtag don't draft rookie wide receivers, you then can't have a draft where you draft one rookie wide out. You can't do it. That's a really fascinating point you just brought up. I hate that it's right at the end of the segment because there's something to that. that I actually love what you just said there because, you know, there is this don't draft quarterbacks early, you know, don't draft tight ends. And it really it's a big quarterback things. And, you know, in Dynasty, don't draft running backs. And I hate all of that because, yes, it's a it's a guideline. Maybe it's a map, but it's not the be all end all. And when you make yes. sta- when you make definitive statements like this, eh, no rookie, blah blah blah, no quarterbacks early, you are setting yourself up to never do it. it it's a ridiculous statement to me because it doesn't mean that there aren't values to be had when that's done. Maybe we can talk about that a little bit. Uh, coming up on the other hour, a little bit more football. Baseball's coming up, so don't go anywhere. More Bogman of the Welsh. We'll be back right here on In This League.